presented by UPS. Hey, good morning. I'm Playbook Editor Mike DeBonis. It's Monday, June 5th. Well, folks, disaster averted. President Biden on Saturday signed the Fiscal Responsibility Act, lifting the federal debt ceiling until sometime in 2025 and avoiding the calamitous federal default we'd all been dreading for months. And unfortunately, if you were freaked out enough to liquidate your retirement savings over all this, well, I'm sorry to say that things got all wrapped up with a bow with only the slightest market hiccups. The S&P 500 is actually up 3.5% over the past month and up nearly 10% since January when the Treasury Department started its extraordinary measures to avoid default. But here at Playbook, if there's anything we fear more than a global economic meltdown, it's the news vacuum that follows a big rolling political story like the debt ceiling crisis. Here in Washington, we are shaking the couch cushions a bit for news. The debt deal has paved the way for a relatively boring summer up on Capitol Hill. This week, the Senate is back to doing what it does best, confirming Joe Biden's nominees. While the House is back this week, passing messaging bills on federal regulations and gas stoves. Meanwhile, at the White House, POTUS is hosting a couple of key European allies this week. Today, he's got Danish Prime Minister Meta Fredriksen visiting amid rampant speculation that she is rising in the running to become NATO Secretary General later this year when Jens Stoltenberg steps down. And later this week, British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak will be in town, a visit that will culminate in a White House press conference on Thursday. But the biggest political news of the week is likely to be found on the campaign trail with a number of notable new entries to the Republican presidential field. And here to discuss the one, the only, the magnificent <laughs> Eugene Daniels, playbook author and man about town. <laughs> yeah. This week in presidential politics, we have not one, not two, but three Republicans joining the presidential race. What can you tell us about this very intriguing week we have ahead, Eugene? What I can tell you is that it feels like 2015 all over again. We have on Tuesday, the former New Jersey governor and 2016 presidential candidate Chris Christie. Wednesday, we have Mike Pence, the former vice president under Donald Trump. And also the North Dakota governor, Doug Burgum, is also going to announce. So it's a lot happening this week, but it doesn't feel like a lot of the fundamentals are going to change. In particular, this seems very hard to believe for Mike Pence because he is the former vice president. He is the former governor of Indiana. He is a veteran House member, mm -hmm. was in the uh, the House Republican leadership, like just huge name ID, huge name in Republican politics. And he is not being treated in the same way that certainly a Ron DeSantis is, certainly not in the way that a, a Donald Trump is. What accounts for that? It boils down to one thing, January 6th, when he was seen as betraying Donald Trump by doing the right thing, the constitutional thing, Donald Trump and all of his followers and voters turned on Mike Pence. And I think that is what he is up against, right? He has this huge name ID. He has probably the, some of the best name ID of any of the folks that are running in the race, but he is getting none of the benefits of being tied to Donald Trump. Neither Chris Christie or Mike Pence, who are both kind of tied to Donald Trump, are not reaping any of the benefits of that in the Republican Party. And it's going to be fascinating to see what lane they feel like they're in. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, let's just weigh it out. The biggest reason for that is that Donald Trump is in the race. Right, exactly. You have Ron DeSantis, who is trying to do the Trump without the baggage thing when, you know, Mike Pence is Trump without the baggage, but with a lot of baggage, particularly <laughs> with people who we would consider Trump's base. 
Well, let's talk about Chris Christie for a minute, just because he's just this larger than life character. His favorability among Republican voters is just garbage. It's just yeah. absolutely <laughs> terrible. It's, it's like great. negative yeah. 20, 30 points. And yet here he is jumping into this race. When you really talk to folks, what they say is he probably doesn't see an actual path for himself other than, you know, the politician's ego that makes them feel like all of them could be president. And so his job, as he sees, seems to see it, is going and be the only one who goes straight at Donald Trump. Now, that is going to be important because if Donald Trump, for whatever reason, pulls out, if something crazy happens in this primary and Chris Christie has been the only one providing an actual alternative in personality for voters, that might be good for him, right? how he navigates wanting to be in the tough guy lane where Donald Trump is squarely in and Ron DeSantis is squarely in, while also wanting to seem like someone who brings a lot as a governor, who has something to run on, is going to be really, really fascinating, I think. Let's uh, spare a moment here for our friend Doug Burgum, the uh, North Dakota (laughs) governor. Um, Now, Eugene, um, you know, you are married to a man from South Dakota, (laughs) <laughs> and I will, and your your Dakota, but I am told that your Dakota expertise stops at the state line. So let's <laughs> let's talk about Doug Burgum, though. Um, yeah, very few people have heard of this guy. He, he's kind of an interesting character. So he's a self made businessman. Started mm-hmm. a software company in the '90s in North Dakota. Sold it to Microsoft for a ton of money. About. 15, 20 years ago, spent some time as a Microsoft executive and then sort of went into real estate politics, kind of being, you know, big man about North Dakota. But now he's trying to go national. What's his sort of pitch? What they're saying is that he is betting on what he has called at some point, I guess, a silent majority of voters who aren't interested in folks who are on the fringes of the parties, right? You know, the country's ready for someone from a rural state that it doesn't get more like middle of the country than someone who's actually a governor in one of those states currently. It's very hard to see how he breaks through in what is by Thursday probably going to be a 12 person race where Donald Trump sits at the top. Sort of hanging over all of this is the news that broke on Friday that the RNC has set these criteria to actually get in the debates starting in August. You need to be above 1% in a number of polls, and you need to have 40,000 donors nationally, and you have to meet a minimum in certain states. And that means a lot of money. Yeah, you have to spend a lot of money. And it's not a given that any three of these guys are going to make it. Right. That is something that is going to be difficult for a lot of these people. I think all of those folks that were worried that this was going to be circus clown show on the debate stage as it was in in 2016 with all these different candidates. It seems like the RNC is very cognizant and very clear that they do not want that to happen this time around. They want the clown car to clear out sooner rather than later. Exactly. 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 Well, we will be watching. Uh, Eugene Daniels, thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you, sir. And for your schedule today, the Senate is out. We'll be coming back in tomorrow. The House will meet at noon today and will take up several bills at 2 p.m. with votes postponed until 6.30. I'm Mike DeBonis. Thanks for listening. Today's episode is sponsored by UPS, who just published its first ever Jobs and Opportunity Report. Check it out to see what the best benefits in the industry really look like. From wages and healthcare to tuition assistance, paid time off, and even pensions for both full and part-time union employees. You can explore how UPS employees are building their lives and dream careers every single day at greatemployer.ups.com.